Hello and welcome to episode 121 of the 6-1 IndieCast. My name is Mike Townsro. This week, I am joined by the illustrious Matthew Wright. Illustrious. Wow. Illustrious <laughs> boy. Hello, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Uh, we're in a bit of a time capsule. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we are recording this on Monday, December. I almost said November. Monday, <laughs> December 5th, uh, because I am going to be at the Game Awards during our usual recording time. Yeah. And uh, Kyle Stevenson is going to be doing his live reacts with the trophy room for Game Awards. So we mm-hmm. figured let's not try. I, I don't want to skip a week and let's not try right. to like go a little crazy. So figured, hey, Matt's around. Mike's around. Let's have a chill little time capsule night you know what i'm saying yeah yeah play the game at home of uh well hold on oh i'm sorry while while you're watching the game awards hopefully on steam trying to get that steam deck uh at home you have to watch it on steam to to you have to watch it on steam you have to be logged in i'm gonna be working through half hour of it um but so it's just gonna be on my computer but anyways for those of us playing at home uh play the game of how many times can you spot mike Toundro in the crowd (laughs) so here's the thing okay let me something i'm really excited about for when i'm in la Mm -hmm. i'm really excited to dress up yeah i gotta tell you so i just tweeted this out today i i yes i'm still on the bird app because hive is down uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) hive please come back um i got this dope ass black craft black and white flannel Mm -hmm. has bats on the back super sick i got these new tunnels in my ear i don't know if you could yeah black and gold tunnels yeah first time i changed these since like i started dating kelsey i think oh dang <laughs> feels great looks great um plain black t-shirt with a with a, the black craft flannel opened up black jeans and yesterday was at the palisades mall here mm. in uh, nyack new york nyack a, a treasure <laughs> of a, a mall filled with creatures of all sorts um <laughs> Went to Famous Footwear, went to the clearance section, mm. found a dope pair of white Converse Ooh. listed for 48 I believe. Mm-hmm. Went to the register. They were $35. Hell yes. And they were my size. Converse usually don't fit me because I have a wide, fat yep. foot. <laughs> yep. And man, they fit great. <laughs> so you're, you're going to the nines in black and white. Dude, black and white on the Keeley carpet? Come on. Mm. <laughs> mm. Maybe, you know, maybe I'll be rocking the the uh, prescription aviators. We'll see how sunny L.A. is. <laughs> so uh, and of course, I'm going to be freshly shaved, uh, shiny bald head. So when you are Ooh. looking for me on Steam, trying to win your Steam decks. Yeah. Look for the shiny beacon in the back. The shiny Relax. black and white beacon. <laughs> yes, the shiny black and white beacon. Uh, probably screaming when Sonic Frontiers wins best community game. <laughs> That is, yeah, that's a that's a wild tangent, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Before we go down that road, also, uh, I this episode airs after the Game Awards, right. so whatever. <laughs> Hope you saw me. <laughs> uh, you know, little, no, there's a question about it later, so we'll we'll mm-hmm. talk about it. But uh, before we actually get into the episode, speaking of tangents, <laughs> Matt, did you know today on Discovery Plus a series called The Tetris Murders <laughs> premieres? <laughs> I saw that on IATN and I thought, is like this some like weird low budget kind of thing? And then I clicked on it. Some real shit. Taking a big sip so I could read the description for you. Yeah. 
In the late 80s and 90s, the puzzle-based video game Tetris exploded across America and eventually took the rest of the world by storm. To this day, the iconic game's popularity endures with people of all ages and backgrounds playing it on their phones or their devices. That's a weird line. Mm. However, unknown to many, one of the minds behind the widely popular global sensation met a very tragic, complex, deadly end. On September 22nd, 1998, Vladimir Pokilko who was involved in the development of Tetris, was found dead alongside his wife and their young son in Palo Alto, California's home. Oh, in their Palo Alto, California mm-hmm. home. Now, more than two decades later, the Palo Alto police investigators, who were first on the scene revisiting the haunting... Revisit, wait, hold on. Time out. Now, more than two decades later, the Palo Alto police investigators, who were first on the scene, revisit the haunting crime. Over the course... Of this gripping three-part series, the investigators unearthed new theories and evidence further unraveling the mystery of this crime. What was once thought to be a murder-suicide in 98 is actually revealed to be something more sinister. As these investigators revisit the evidence, dark connections to Russia surface. Oh, shit. I'm, I want to watch this. This yeah, sounds great. I, I, I didn't read the full blurb. <laughs> I just saw the part about the, the, the murder. And uh, yeah, uh, damn. <laughs> Oh, now Discovery Plus. So when you're done, if you're like me, so tonight, big night for Discovery Plus. There's a new uh, 90 Day Fiance, The Single Life. I believe it's <laughs> part two of this season's tell all episode. Um, so once you're done watching that, you can start the Tetris murder. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's also an, uh, an Apple TV Plus Tetris movie coming out. What the fuck? <laughs> but it's like, it's about like, the it's like a court drama about something with tetris oh i probably yeah yeah Yeah. i probably know what that's about uh the dude who played elton john is in it (laughs) okay yeah Harren egerton yeah yeah well tetris is a video game but speaking of video games you are listening to the six one indie cast a weekly video game podcast highlighting the indie gaming scene and smaller games outside of the triple a space tune in live every thursday night on youtube.com slash six one indie at 8 p.m eastern except for this episode or catch the episodes as they drop on all major podcast feeds first thing monday morning if you're hungry for a little more you can support us over on patreon.com slash six one indie and snag some extra goodies such as our bonus post show but if money is too tight, no worries. You can still show your support in so many ways. Leave a review. Follow 61Indie wherever the hell we end up. <laughs> Toss us that subscription on YouTube.com slash 61Indie. Give 61Indie.com a gander and tell your friends all about us. Shout out to the PD fans for the month of December. Mick at the Nanobiologist, Aaron Sini, Alec Bobco, Kobe Cortis, Cole, a.k.a. The Good Sir, and Jessica Sanchez, who I believe I'm seeing on Thursday or Friday. Oh, cool. Yeah, very excited. And Jake. Jake. Very excited. Yeah. Jake was like, hey, we can hang out, but it has to be at like 10 o'clock at right. night. I was like, all right, man, fine. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Let's rock and roll. A uh, little bit of housekeeping for you. If you didn't know, we are currently celebrating our second anniversary here at 61 Indie. Uh, the biggest change is that we've moved from Twitch over to YouTube. So you could catch this podcast on YouTube. Uh, if you feel like looking at our dumb faces as we ramble about indie games, uh, you know, we started slowly getting back into the let's try and gameplay things. Uh, and we're going to start streaming a little more on youtube.com slash six one indie. So subscribe, hit that bell, all that content creator garbage that we usually say. <laughs> Speaking of December, it's game of the year season. We're going to be doing our game of the year ish 
talks Game of the year. Uh, we will have more to say about that this week. I'm trying to think of time capsule stuff. I think uh, this week. Yeah. This or That's next? Right. No, because next is the other thing. Which, oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> that's the other house thing. We're we're talking. We have a lot of shit to talk about, and it's all happening in December. I get it; it's a holiday season, but our hands are tied behind our backs because of things that are out of our control. So, keep an eye on Twitter. Join the Discord over uh, if you go to mm. sixwayindy.com. There's a Discord link. Join that. That's your your best place to keep up, just in case the bird app goes even further into the depths of hell. This week. We're brought to you by patreon.com slash 61indie, but more on that later. Big topic of the show this week. Is this the busiest December for Izzy, in, Izzy games? Indie games. Izzy. <laughs> <laughs> the, what? The 1996 uh, Olympics mascot, Izzy, who had his own oh, Genesis I, game. I was just thinking of Izzy, the Koopa King, Koop, Koopa Ling. Koop, Koop, oh, yeah. I like mine better. And then I was also <laughs> going to say Izzy's Wrecking Balls, but it's Iggy's Wrecking uh, Balls. Yeah, Iggy, yeah. Remember Respawn Records was teasing at Iggy's Wrecking Balls? Uh, well, pressing? I mean, it's just like with Mondo, when they first teased Portal 2, it was almost two years ago. And then finally, like, hey, yeah. coming out, um, really not that expensive, but you're all broke anyways, and it's gone. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Did you get it? No. <laughs> oh. <okay. laughs> Someday down well, the line when they repress it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, is December the big, uh, the 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 busiest December for indie games in quite some time? I'm bringing this up based on last week's this weekend in oh, whoa this week in indie segment and this week's this week in indie segment where there's just a plethora of games just pouring out, and I don't remember December ever being this fucking busy and overwhelming. Because usually holidays roll around, Mm -hmm. we're vibing, we're chilling, we're Mm -hmm. talking about Game of the Year stuff, there's nothing else we really need to worry about catching up with. But now, like, for example, um, well, for you listening, the week of uh, Monday the 12th, I guess it is, uh, like Choo Choo Charles just came out, Terror Mm -hmm. Hemosaurus just came out, which are two games I very much want to hit before Game of the Year stuff. Obviously, we're still waiting for Sports Story at some point this month. Potentially River City Girls 2 is still coming out this month. I don't remember it ever being this wild. Do you? I I don't remember, but something in the back of my head is saying last year, December was a little nuts. I think yeah. there was like some high profile games that came out. Um, but when you think about it, it's great because nobody likes oh, yeah. to release games in December. Uh, so why not, you know, not share the spotlight with everything? But it looks like everybody had that idea. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the challenging thing, and this is going to be like my PR brain coming in a little bit. The challenging thing is that indies are fighting for the spotlight mm-hmm. when it comes to media attention uh, around Game Awards stuff. Yeah. So you would think that everybody's talking about like this week, the week that we're recording, everybody's talking about Game Awards predictions. What are mm-hmm. we going to see? What are the rumors coming out? Like today, for example, like the whole Jedi Survivor stuff yeah. came out. Mm-hmm. So like everybody's Leak. reporting on Jedi Survivor. Um and like uh, the uh, Larian Studios is starting to tease stuff. So like that's what this week is like. Then next week is going to be like the hangover for Game Awards. Just talking yeah. about all the announcements. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe uh, 
Viva Pinata 3 actually just got announced at the Game Awards. Holy Star shit. Fox all what? Star Fox Grand Prix <laughs> is a real thing. Uh, Reggie flew out on Arwing. It was wild. I was there. It's crazy. Um, Reggie's back. That's a drop. <laughs> <laughs> Reggie's back, baby. Um, only he could save the Lilat system. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's like going to be the first half of next week. So mm. it's interesting seeing this battle royale of indies like in my opinion at least for this upcoming week pretty high profile stuff that i've been really anticipating for a long time that i'm just nervous as are there everything's just gonna bury each other well what it was last week when uh inscription finally came out on switch too right yeah which so, like i also haven't heard anybody like granted it's inscription like it's released multiple a lot of times already play like, yeah yeah i haven't really heard any switch hype about that which again play inscription uh it's just yeah it's just i find it so fascinating so what i want to do with you matthew right yeah i went through what i want to do with you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i went through my favorite website releases.com oh yeah and i picked out the notable releases for what in in my opinion the notable indie releases Mm -hmm. for this upcoming week uh monday the 12th through friday the 16th monday the 12th first off monday the 12th there's an id at xbox demo event so usually around game award season id at xbox does like this whole it's kind of like steam next fest except for xbox Mm -hmm. that's more so to put on your radars i don't exactly know if there's like a list of games out yet usually the xbox blog throws something up there uh by the time this episode drops it's probably out it's probably live actually so go check that out get like a preview of a bunch of really really cool uh 2023 games mm-hmm. uh but the first release the first notable release for monday is wavetail yeah wavetail is escaping stadia it was a stadia exclusive and it's coming to all platforms uh surf, surf this... the waters of a submerged city unravel the past save the islanders from mysterious sea monsters and discover secrets hidden under the surface i apologize i cut you off oh no no no, no. uh i was just gonna ask is this the first stadia exclusive to break free uh funny enough we are going to talk about one later on that did mm-hmm. break free onto steam okay. last year i think uh and also uh wave break uh broke out of stadia wave break was also a stadia joint That's right yeah i i guess the notable one i'm still winning on was uh tequila works but google bought yeah. them right oh i don't know I thought uh, that, that was one bummer. of the announcement that Stadia or Google, whatever, owned uh, Tequila Works. That would be not fun. <laughs> I that was the like the one Stadia game I really wanted to play. Right? I just never did. I, I touched it. That sounds bad. I I <laughs> used my Stadia uh, trial on my phone that didn't work too great, um, and I played like a minuscule amount of it. But yeah, that's the one I still want to play i'm trying to find the name of it Mm, tequila works let's see if i can back up my claim here i don't think that is the right tequila works that's fine while you're looking for that um wavetail is really cool i actually played wavetail on stadia for i played about half of it it's a, um, I mean, it's a very basic 3D 
adventure game with some mm-hmm. platforming elements. Um, it feels like, you know, it's very reminiscent of a PS2 mascot platformer, except you uh, are. It's kind of like a surfing Wind Waker. Yeah, it that's looks why. gorgeous. That's how I'll compare it. Uh, it's really damn fun. And I do think I'm going to pick it up on uh, Steam to play on the deck. Hell yeah. Because I never finished it. And yeah, it's genuinely really fun. And I was always a proponent of Stadia's tech. I really appreciated Stadia's tech. It always worked really well for me. Mm-hmm. I remember at my old job, I would throw it up on a Chrome bl- up browser in the screening room. So I used to play it on a big like movie theater screen. Mm-hmm. And it, like playing Wavetail on that was fucking gorgeous. But yeah, if you're into if you're like nostalgic for just more like PS2 era platformers, check out Wavetail. Wavetail is really cool. And I think like criminally overlooked because of its release. OK, so two things. Uh, the game yeah. is called Guilt, uh, G-Y-L-T. Yeah. And yep. no, they weren't. They are not owned by Stadia. So cool. that game hopefully can still make yeah. its way. You'd imagine it's going to come at some point. Yeah. Hopefully. Unless they're just saying fuck it and are doing their working on the next project. Well, yeah, yeah, they received some funding from Tencent and are working on a uh, League of Legends uh, side game. Cool. Good for them. Yeah. Hey, bring in the money. It's money. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you going to check out Waytail? Yeah, it looks gorgeous. I feel and, like you'd really be into it. Yeah, I, I bought um, Pumpkin Jack. Speaking of other like PS2 oh, yeah. platformers. Um, quirky, um, but still, I dug it. Um, so you throw a gorgeous, almost uh, reminiscent of Wind Waker, but like a platformer action game at me. Yeah, I'm down. Cool. Yeah. So that is by the time you're listening to this, it's out now. All mm-hmm. platforms. Tuesday, the 13th. Tuesday. A big day. First off, Neon White is coming mm-hmm. to PS4 and PS5. If you somehow don't know what Neon White is, <laughs> Neon White is a lightning fast first person action game about exterminating demons in heaven. You are white, an assassin handpicked from hell to compete with other demon slayers for a chance to live permanently in heaven. The other assassins seem familiar, though. Did you know them in a past life? Mm. Uh, notable about the PS5 release, 120 frames. Uh, adaptive triggers in there uh yeah. i have some gyro control with the dual sense i am 100 double dipping and buying this on ps5 <laughs> uh yes but also here's my thing like when games like with neon white uh speed running games or even like multiplayer shooters those adaptive yeah. triggers you want to turn those off <laughs> i would yes i'm 100 percent turning those off yeah. even like with uh during extra life i jumped back into Fortnite a little bit mm. the adaptive triggers for that fucking sucks yeah <laughs> i can't even like i i think warzone and call of duty do the same thing where mm-hmm. like they try to like replicate the feel of the guns right which cool if you're playing single player but like if you're playing a yeah, competitive cool. game you yeah. don't want something inhibiting you from pressing down that trigger yeah no way have you played neon white no <laughs> short story uh no uh it looks fantastic um i just haven't gotten into it it's a matthew wright fucking game Mm -hmm. it is real good i do have a bone to pick Mm -hmm. about the game awards i don't know if it's winning obviously like game awards didn't happen in our timeline yet yeah also notable in to just throw out there the game awards are very much the grammys of the fucking game the game industry where they don't really matter uh they're trying they're they're trying yeah they're 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 getting better slowly incrementally they're moving away from that uh, advertising shell company. Yeah. And not to say they don't matter. Like if you win right. a game award, that's fucking cool. But like still a lot know, of fun to uh, go to an experience in person. Yeah, too. exactly. Weird, but, but cool. it doesn't 
mean like if you win or lose right. it doesn't like yeah yeah it, it's not like I mean. a bafta or um the or game developer. dice or yeah. yeah cool hopefully that's clear <laughs> Dun, yeah done talking trash but yes uh, what was your thought yeah. <laughs> um it's nominated for best debut this is mm-hmm. ben esposito's next game right <laughs> yeah. like what the fuck i whatever like yeah. it, maybe this is just like maybe it's ben esposito's new team Sure. Like it's not been as a solo dev yeah. anymore, I guess. But um, I always saw Neon White as the follow-up to Dona County. Yeah, because um, during the first advertising of the game, it's like it's his next game. Like, oh, okay, we're we're here, we're listening. Uh, yeah, yeah that, that's so that's Again, that is a weird category for yeah. it to be in. Doesn't matter, but just right. like a weird thing. Um. I'm going to skip the second one for a second because I do want to highlight that a little more. Um, But High on Life is the next notable one Mm -hmm. coming out on Tuesday the 13th. Uh, It's PC, Xbox, Xbox Game Pass. From the Mm -hmm. mind of Justin Roiland comes High on Life. Humanity is being threatened by an alien cartel who wants to use them as drugs. That is a wild (laughs) statement. (laughs) Uh, It is up to you to rescue and partner with charismatic talking guns. Take down Garmantaus and his gang and save the world. Garmantuous. Thank you. Uh, Garman. Uh, are you excited for High Life? I don't know how to feel about this game. Not not because okay. it doesn't look good or entertaining, sure. but like all the pre-press stuff is like, you need to play this game high. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, if you're talking to me, what, how old am I now? Like, if you're talking to me like 15 years ago, hell yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, let's uh, smoke up and play some of this. Um, also, <laughs> the uh, the alien cartel wanting to use them as drugs that uh, reminds me of Futurama uh, Omicron Percy yeah. I eight uh, human horn. Um, <laughs> um, it looks weird, um, and I feel like it might not be on my radar. Like it might not be a game I actually want to sure. pick up and play. Um, I am one of those adult males that fucking loves Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved Squanch games's uh, library so far. Mm-hmm. Like I think accounting plus is accounting plus is probably my favorite VR game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the writing in that game is fucking hilarious and really smart and witty, especially like how it ties with uh, some of the gameplay mechanics. I am all in on high life. Yeah. I am so excited for this stupid game. Um, I saw a clip that Alex Van Aken of game informer posted like, I guess during like E3 or summer game fest season. Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot exactly what the line was, but like you walk up to a fisherman and there was just this like really dark drawn out. Like it was like a very somber like scene. And then like the punchline of the scene was a very dark fucked up punchline. <laughs> and it just had me in tears with laughter. And I'm like, yes, that's exactly what I need right now. I need something dumb and fun in this stupid fucked up world to just laugh at for eight to ten hours. And we don't really get a lot of comedy games, I feel like, nowadays. Like, yes, the comedy games are still a thing, but like. And like, yeah, we're talking about this on an indie game podcast, but like this is like a Microsoft funded ish game. We would I would sort of say, you know, what? you're um, turning me around. Yeah. Because more often than not, like sometimes after playing like 20 different games, you want to just sit down and play a dumb, like linear shooter. But yeah. every almost every one of those out there are like Call of Duty or Battlefield in like serious right. tone. Like we have Bulletstorm, but there aren't a lot of games like that. 
Yeah. So you're kind of turning me around. <laughs> but yeah, the point I was going to finish there, like we get some co- comedic games. In, we got a mm-hmm. fair amount of comedic games in the indie space, but like in that triple A space where like high in life is starting to straddle that line. Like, yeah. yes, they are an independent studio. They're probably funded by Microsoft. That's to some degree to get high in life on game pass and whatnot. Right. Um, so we don't get a comedic game like this mm-hmm. very often. Like what, what was the last thing? Like South Park, I guess was kind of the last thing. Like, yeah. I don't remember a real, like, high-profile funny game. So I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm excited for it. And I like Justin Roiland. Justin Roiland's fucking funny. Psychonauts 2. Oh, Psychonauts 2. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair, fair, fair. Kind of the same, granted. Very different fine, humor. Owned, yeah. <laughs> and granted, Double Fine owned by Microsoft. But, like, similar scale, right. I would say. Wednesday, December 14th. Oh, shit. Mike, Ta- Mike Towner's 31st birthday, first off. But then it's a little Gator game. My the perfect birthday present for me. Little Gator One of my game. most anticipated games for the past few years. Uh, little, Gator, little Gator game is coming to PC and Switch. Embark on an uh, embark on an adorable adventure. Discover new friends and uncover everything the island has to offer. Climb, swim, glide, and slide your way into the hearts of the many characters you meet on your travels. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. Looks adorable. Little Gator game fucking rules from what I've played briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, the the pitch is that, I think Austin and I talked about this last week, but the pitch is that you play as a little alligator, mm-hmm. uh, very reminiscent of... A short like, hike. Uh, the oh, game is, okay. yeah. Very rem- <laughs> the game is very reminiscent of a short hike, but uh, it's very much a short hike meets uh, like a very, very small Breath of the Wild where you are, you know, you're in your little green tunic and you are, mm-hmm. you're essentially trying to play zelda outside like you're trying to convince your big sister who is so Mm -hmm. like engulfed in her college homework to go out on this like imaginary adventure with you on this island and you're like working with your friends to set up like quests and you're like fighting cardboard uh monsters and it's really charming it's really adorable and yeah it has like the breath of the wild like climbing and gliding mechanics and it feels fucking great awesome yeah very excited for this on thursday the 15th got a, a, a handful of games to talk about Blacktail, a witch's fate coming to pc ps5 xbox series x forged the legend of baba yaga a girl accursed of witchcraft and expelled from her home live out the origins of the slavic myth in this one-of-a-kind blend of intense archery combat and dark storytelling set in a vibrant fairy tale world i believe this was announced during summer game fest mm-hmm. it is a focused home interactive joint the folks that do uh plague tale very much feels in the same vein as plague tale except with witchy stuff and baba yaga stuff think plague tale meets horizon maybe except like i'm just talking about horizon with the bone arrow right <laughs> so maybe just plague tale meets bone arrow <laughs> <laughs> looks really cool looks really pretty it's been on my radar since it got announced i think it's like a very uh unique looking game like it's it's feels like it's straddling that like double a mm-hmm. um whatever level that like we haven't like seen a lot or that's been like kind of on the rise as of late looks interesting i'm assuming yeah, you're like, looking at it now yeah the uh <laughs> the developer is a parasite or the parasite like site like church um yeah. i can't find anything else from them so mm. maybe this is their first game uh, but focuses cool. the publisher on that. Uh, yeah, yeah, 
love the art design, like the sun, uh, like almost everything else kind of looks like fantasy uh, photorealism, but like the sun has like those uh, triangles uh, coming off of it. Um, looks interesting. Like uh, there's yeah, right. not really other games that look like this visually. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be, unfortunately, I feel like this is going to be one of the ones getting buried. Yeah. But I hope it's kind of a sleeper hit of the holiday season. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I hope it, I hope it hits. Like, I hope it's good. I hope it's quality. I hope it's fun to play. Um, it's something that's definitely been on my radar since the summer. Uh, let's rewind for a second because I mm -hmm. said I was skipping a game to go to high on life. Uh, back on Tuesday, the 13th, Infinite Guitars yeah. is finally coming out. Infinite Guitars is something I've been following since a little bit before lockdown, maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, Infinite Guitars coming to PC, Xbox, and Switch. Fight mechs with metal crushing rock in Infinite Guitars, a genre-melting rhythm RPG featuring vibrant anime-inspired art and a blazing original soundtrack. Battle against war machines with electrifying guitar solos and save the planet. This game looks so cool. So goddamn right? cool. <laughs> right? Also, for clarification, video people, uh, I'm no trailers today. Kyle's gone. So that's why you're not seeing any of this. <laughs> Use your imagination. Uh, second screen experience on your phone on Steam. Uh, yeah, I mean, visually, this game looks incredible. Mm -hmm. It Yes, I mean, vibrant anime-inspired art. Yes, you could see what that means. But I love that. Um, I don't know if you were seeing the same art that I'm envisioning right now. Mm -hmm. I love that the color palette is based in, like, reds kind yeah. of great choice i love when we are just i love when games commit to tonality and like pick one color and just like mess with like play around with the different shades of that mm -hmm. one color i think it's a really really cool striking aesthetic to really play off of and yeah i'm all about a rhythm turn-based battle system with like an overworld that looks reminiscent of like legend of zelda as well right exactly i think yeah this is going to be a banger yeah as the kids say uh this is what um another published joint by humble mm -hmm. uh humble having a big year yeah between this signalis a couple other things like kudos to you humble moon scars i feel like i'm gonna be able to play this a lot better than um unbeatable because that mm. demo kicked my ass same <laughs> dude i think uh i actually got a kickstarter update from them that they're adding a couple new songs i think cool. to that demo yeah, Unbeatable kicked my ass as well. Yeah. It's very, it's it's really good. It's such an interesting uh, mechanic kind mm -hmm. of thing, like a, a play style, how to approach a rhythm game. But yeah, I, it's not something I can play on a PC monitor. I need like an actual screen to look at because you mm. need to be watching with all your peripheral and everything like, OK, up, down, left, right. But <laughs> yeah, it's so a this, lot. Yeah, this looks a lot more manageable. And yeah, yeah. I love the art style and everything in here. Yeah, I'm really excited to finally get my hands on this. All right, fast forwarding back to Thursday the 15th. We got Thursday. another uh we got our other uh Stadia survivor. <laughs> Grime is coming to PlayStation and Xbox. Grime came to PC a mm -hmm. while back. Um Destroy, absorb, grow. Grime is a fast and unforgiving action adventure RPG which you crush your foes with living weapons that mutate form and function. F function, yeah, function yeah you hit that word <laughs> <laughs> forgot that end there uh and then consume their remains 
uh, with a black hole to strengthen your vessel as you break apart a world of anatomical horror and intrigue. Grimes been on my radar forever, man. I just mm-hmm. never played it. Same. Yeah, it looks really cool. I've heard great things about it. I'm glad it's off Stadia now and in other places. Yes, and like I love that there are all these different Metroidvania games, and but it's it's hard to get to all of them when there's so many as well. I know. Speaking of Metroidvania, mm. touching on last week a little bit, Matt, you really need to play Islets. I I saw you playing that. It is, as I said last week, mm-hmm. the most refreshing Metroidvania that I've played in I came and tell you how many years. And is that only on PC right now? PC Xbox. PC Xbox Switch? At least PC Xbox. Plays great on Steam Deck. I know that's that's the other thing like maybe I know (laughs) but yeah it is oh what a game uh next up we got Akka coming to switch and PC which is definitely the opposite of grime find inner peace in a small open world game oh nope on these carefully handcrafted islands you can take a nap on a giant monster feed baby dragons that sounds adorable Take care of the fauna and flora, but demons from your past might come back to remind you of what you want to forget. Uh, This is a little cute game that we've seen floating around the Wholesome Games shows Mm -hmm. for the past couple years or so. Um, I believe you play as a little red fox. Mm -hmm. Or no, not red fox, red panda. You're a red panda. panda. Uh, I think you're like you're a former samurai or something, and you're just trying to live out the rest of your life in peace. Yeah, because we we just talked about this game last month, right? I forgot why, but I it did come it, up in conversation. It was in uh, either the uh, Nintendo Indie um, Showcase. Yes, yeah, it yeah. was. That's why. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. Looks great. Very chill. I'm excited to potentially have a crisis and cry over him <laughs> not forgetting his past. Mm-hmm. <laughs> looks great. Uh, and finally, on the 15th, another banger that we've been waiting for for a while, Melatonin. Is coming to PC. Melatonin is a rhythm game about dreams and the reality mer- dreams and reality merging together. It uses animation and sound cues to keep you on the beat without any intimidating overlays and, or interfaces. Harmonized through a variety of dreamy levels containing surprising challenges, hand drawn art, and vibrant music. This entire game just looks like a a mood. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's a fucking yeah. vibe. <laughs> I think Austin played it during uh-huh. steam next fest or something um it plays exactly how it looks and it looks great it's just these like bite-sized little rhythm challenges not even challenges i think it's supposed to be very uh very serene i mean like given the name melatonin it's supposed to like be mm-hmm. chill and soothing um yeah it looks great i can't wait for this um i like the idea of not using any ui or anything it's like purely based on senses that's kind of reliant on the rhythm mechanics. I think it's a really smart play. Again, keep it smooth. Keep it uh, put the, put the art style and the aesthetic out in the forefront. Yeah, very excited for this one. We talked about this recently, also. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's coming to Switch also, and I just fucked up because maybe that was on the Switch Direct. I don't know. Whatever. It's it fine. was on one of those. Yeah, it's coming to PC at the very least. Yeah. And finally, on Friday, the 16th, it's kooky. It's kooky. It's coming to Xbox. Uh, it came to PC and Switch last November. Um, well, I'll read the description first. It's kooky is a hand-drawn hidden object game. 
Unlike any other, you have to find those quirky, silly characters hidden throughout the map within the time limit. Have a kooky time. Uh, I kickstarted this a very long time ago, and I'm surprised this is only coming out now in Q4 because I've had this game since like February. <laughs> on Xbox? And I don't know why I've had it since February and it's only getting ready now. Uh, not on Xbox, but I mean, it's even... Huh. It just came to PC and Switch last November. So like, right. it only just came out. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't played it yet, but like, yeah, it's just a very beautiful looking, uh, like stark black and white hidden mm-hmm. object game. That just really, the, the art is what uh, drew me to it. Solo dev from, I think, New Zealand. Okay. Yeah, yeah no, worth, it, worth aesthetically, it reminds me of uh, Lion Raider. Yeah. Or even um, another recent xbox platformer npc platformer uh johnny rocket which is another just pure pencil hand-drawn mm. animated kind of thing it's really cool those are all the notable releases for this week alone there's a lot and there are there are other things guess what matt final fantasy also comes out this week <laughs> final fantasy crisis core oh yeah that's right jesus <laughs> like again is this the busiest december in recent memory uh well yeah because what uh on the second we also had close protocol uh not in the uh we also had need for speed unbound uh yeah it's just a it's a a busy ass month yeah it's wild it's really overwhelming and again i'm gonna reiterate what i said last week i hate that i want to play most of these games for our end of the year discussion <laughs> i mean i i believe that's also why a lot of uh, outlets have the cutoff of like before december because those discussions take place yeah. in december uh december wow uh we'll um obviously we'll talk about our plans uh whenever we whatever that date we settled on was mm. um but i can say that we are we're not discuss we're not having that like actual discussion to until um after new year's yeah we're having our game of the year stuff on like the first week of january Mm -hmm. i think when we come back from break um because yeah there is a lot to play and we don't want to miss out on anything and like Mm -hmm. our whole shtick is that like given the time of day to a lot of these games that are going to get overlooked by 99 percent of the outlets that they are trying to fight for yep because yeah final fantasy is gonna come out and that's it it's all final fantasy I yeah you know, I I I love Crisis Core. I don't know if it's gonna have a huge showing. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I don't know. Whew, I need to take a sip of water yeah, before. That was a packed <sighs> week. Yeah. I want to get to some questions from our lovely community, but first, I want to tell you about Patreon.com/slash61indie. And yes, once again. I forgot to pre-record this ad, so we're going off the cup, fuh, baby. The cup. <laughs> fuh, Over on patreon.com slash 61indie, not only can you support an incredible DIY indie company mm-hmm. doing crazy things, reaching for the stars each and yeah. every day, and you'll understand that reference in the coming weeks, uh, mm-hmm. you'll also get a lot of perks such as IndieCast Plus, you will get this very show week by week ad-free with Clocked Out, the official IndieCast post show. What will the post show be this week? I'm not sure. Matt and I will 
yeah. discuss some bullshit. <laughs> I don't know. We, we always figure it out. Um, also, you get access to the Indie 100. It's our Patreon-exclusive podcast where we rank and decide the 100 greatest indies of all time. We just got past, I believe the 10th episode is about to drop mm -hmm. uh, imminently. And uh, right after this episode, Matt and I are going to record the second episode in December. That's right. You get two episodes of that podcast per month. Not only that, you also get The Coop, which is my little newsletter about itch.io mm -hmm. games. This month, I'm going to be writing about Bowling Cross, a game that Matt very much needs to play. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot <laughs> of more. Yeah. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of things, but I understand there's also a lot of things on patreon.com slash yeah, that you can support true. for a nominal monthly fee, and we'd appreciate you greatly. Let's get to some listener questions. The good sir writes in, says, hey, gents, a couple of questions for you here. One video game related, one not. <laughs> the video game related one. <laughs> Not timely, but it's okay. okay. <laughs> it's not, it's not going to make sense on Monday when this yeah. publishes, but okay. what are you realistically thinking we'll see IndieWise at the Game Awards? I know it's going to be all mostly AAA stuff, but that could still be exciting if it hits right. Any chance we see Silk Song's release date? We'll stick with that question first. Mm -hmm. Matthew Wright. Infamous TikTok over on TikTok.com slash X61Indie, where we did our prediction or uh, our fantasy critic episode. Mm-hmm. And I screamed at you <laughs> about Silk Song hitting this year. <laughs> Will I be laughing at your face on Thursday? Or will I be eating my, my words? <laughs> Mikey, you already know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're not saying a release date. What if it's what if it's stealth drops? <laughs> that would be insane incredible but also i don't think smart with how much everything else is coming out right now but counterpoint and this is me playing the car yeah, character yeah. side counterpoint it's silk song and it would rise to the fucking top real quick <laughs> i agree but also like so this is the rare point in where i would actually say an indie game would profit from dropping their release date with pre-orders normally any games i don't think need that buffer zone that pre-order zone or anything but uh if people had time to plan ahead for silk song coming out i think it would be a wiser uh fiscal choice for them because of how many people are waiting for that game yeah. as opposed to just dropping and like well everybody already spent their money they don't they can't buy it and then like it right. looks bad on the charts and you know yeah i um Realistically, character side, all that kind of shit. Um, I think there's a chance we see it. I think it's elevated to the point of a Keeley joint at this point. Mm -hmm. I was surprised that we saw it at Xbox's uh, mm -hmm. Summer Game Fest thing over the summer because initially it was debuted with Nintendo at one of their Indie World things a long time ago. Mm -hmm. um, so I was kind of surprised to see. Like, It's always interesting to track like the back-end deals a little bit, so I'm curious if it's totally exclusive with xbox's marketing like if like the next time we see it is going to be either an id at xbox thing or like xbox's big show during the summer yeah. i wouldn't be surprised if we still don't hear about it until next summer mm -hmm. um but at the same time i could see keeling keely throwing enough cash at it to be like hey we very much want this game yeah 
Like, because I could see Keeley really wanting to say, like, it's finally time to show you this game, similar to the way he did with Elden Ring. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's a question of that, though, because uh, Team Cherry, like, when you look at um, Hollow Knight and then you look at Hollow Knight, like, the complete package, like, obviously they just love adding to their game. Oh, sure. And, and, yeah. and I feel like 100% that's why Silk Song is taking so long. It's because they built a roadmap, but every avenue that they went with, probably turned out like oh well you know it'd be cool if there was this because this makes sense here and so i i just the fact that we have seen it this year was huge um yeah i don't know if we uh, see it again and I, I i don't know if we see a release date yeah we shall see well you guys already saw right but we'll was see was i right <laughs> was, I, was I right um any other <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, Game Awards are always very, like, once in a while we get an indie thing, but, like, yeah. it's very AAA, double A, mm -hmm. and very League of Legends-y, Fortnite-y. Right. Yeah. Um, do you have anything on your radar that you think we would, we may see, or you would like to see? Uh, bomb Rush Cyberfunk? I would love I mean, to see I more would, of that. I would love to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But again, like, I don't think that I yeah, don't no. think that's a yeah. game award thing. I would love to see more yeah, of like, that. But yeah. Indie adjacent or ex indie, I would say. Play Dead. Yeah. Could be. Like, I think that that is a game awards thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially with Somerville out and out of the mm -hmm. way. Like, I think that'll be a really cool get again not indie anymore they're owned by epic um yeah yeah i think another like it's never gonna happen i think another massive fucking thing would be oh i am blanking on both the studio name <laughs> and the game name right now um the firewatch team campo santos okay the campo santos game that died when mm -hmm. they started working on half-life mm-hmm do you remember that game? No. Fuck. In the Valley of the Gods. In the Valley oh, of the Gods. Yeah. Which was shown off at a Game Awards a long time ago. And then mm -hmm. it just got put on indefinite hiatus because Campo Santos got kind of involved with, uh, I think it's Half-Life Half Alex. Alex. Yeah, they helped on that. Yeah. What an incredible thing would it be to see like, you haven't seen this game in a long time, blah, blah, blah. You thought it was canceled. Yeah, yeah, yada. Fucking re-reveal in the Valley of the Gods. That'd be cool. Never going to happen. Without no. Me. Again, yeah. indie adjacent. That's kind of what I mean with Game Awards. It has, it's like indie adjacent. <laughs> and yeah, it, it's also really hard to like anytime somebody asks that question related to like indie games, it's really hard because a lot of times there's not indie franchises per se. So right. like it's like, what do you think? It's always like surprises. Like, uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because there's a second question. With the end of the year going down and people making all sorts of best of lists, I was wondering what your top movies of the year have been. For me personally, nothing has nothing has, and probably won't beat out everything everywhere all at once for my favorite movie of the year. It's the only five out of five I've given in my reviews this year. Hmm. All their faves, X, Pearl, The Menu, and Prey. I've seen two of those. Which ones? Uh, uh, everything Everywhere All at Once and X. Uh, everything everywhere all at once is absolutely a five all day. Yep. Uh, that movie will make you feel everything. Uh, X was fun. Not my favorite Ty West movie. Sure. Um, that still goes to Innkeepers. Um, but my other five 
And surprisingly, my new favorite Jordan Pill movie was oh, Nope. Okay. I loved that movie. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Nope. Nope, I appreciate. Mm-hmm. I It didn't hit as hard for me. Still, like, I think it's fantastic. But, like, it didn't hit as hard as it hit for other folks. Mm-hmm. I pull up the old letterbox. Okay. My, uh, I'll give you my, my first three rows. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll just... Everything everywhere all at once. Obviously, mm-hmm. number one, nothing's gonna mm-hmm. beat that. It's a fucking mm-hmm. perfect film. Mm-hmm. The Northman. It's still Edgar's Gang it. Rise Up. Oh, slaps. Uh Pearl. Then mm-hmm. X. I liked Pearl more. Mm-hmm. The Batman. Yep. I forgot Marcel that was the Shell. Yeah. Batman Jesus. fucking rules. Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Heartbreaking. <laughs> adorable. Amazing. Uh Jackass motherfucking forever. Oh god, that was this year too. Uh, Sonic the motherfucking hedgehog too. <laughs> of course, that that wedding scene was the best part of the movie. <laughs> I mean, we could we could talk about it. you know what? gloves are off. Sonic two spoilers. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. Supersonic Shadow. Are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then the last four on this list, I got the menu, which was fantastic. <laughs> I feel like you'd really like that. I want to watch that. Uh, Barbarian. Incredible I horror film. really need to see that. Yep. So good. Uh, not for everybody. I fucking adore Terrifier 2. Yep. <laughs> I think that film fucking rules. Uh, and then Glass Onion. The, the Knives Out sequel. Oh, yeah. You know, Another it's interesting it. when a horror movie comes out and even the bloody disgusting commenters are divided on it. Yeah. With like Terrifier too. Like normally, I want to give any of those commenters time of day. Uh, <laughs> sure, but when they're commenting on stories that have nothing to do with Terrifier two about Terrifier two, <laughs> it's like, okay, what happened in this movie that has an entire fan base divide? <laughs> Did you see it? No, I, I still haven't seen the first one. Oh, okay, that's so good. So it's a little too long, but like it's such a good yeah. time. And yeah, I could I could understand what people are passing out about <laughs> I, I get it um the dude that plays uh art the clown is also playing i saw uh, the grinch yeah <laughs> yeah that parody film <laughs> uh, we live in such a weird time right now with all I these love it so licenses I love it so running much. out <laughs> uh, the world is ending man the world is fucking ending um and let's close out the show jacob mccourt writes in predictions for jeff's wardrobe <laughs> gray power suit yeah gray power suit yep. <laughs> yeah he doesn't do like the the phil spencer thing where he no. wears a fun t-shirt like he's, mm-hmm. he's just decked to the, you know fucking decked to the he nines he is business up front i'll i'll add to this question kojima's outfit uh t-shirt suit jacket jeans nice yeah. shoes yeah because that's Are kojima you, uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, I mean, all but confirmed. Are are you excited to see Kojima's game yeah, in action? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we all believe. So that, that's the weird part of this, though, is because we know Destiny Two is, and and we also A know thing. about this horror game, which leaked out. Yeah, right. Like, so is it? Is he showing the horror game, or is he showing the Destiny Two that's been being teased? Well, he keeps teasing photos with like l fanning and stuff like that i think yeah that's, with that's like the... these like strands on the posters fair 
I think it's the horror game. I mean, we saw like like legit gameplay leaked mm-hmm. out of the horror game. I forgot what it was called. Overkill? Uh, overdose. Overdose. Right. Um, I'm assuming it's that. At the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if this crazy motherfucker does both. Right. It would be cool if uh, Overdose took place in the Death Stranding universe. Yeah, I my only thing there, granted, it doesn't matter because it's Kojima and you can do, do whatever the fuck he wants. Um, I think the actress that played Mama yep. in mm-hmm. Death Stranding, she's, an she's overdose. starring in it. Yeah. We'll see. I'm excited. But mm, Death Stranding spoilers. Maybe shouldn't. You know what? Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Mama is a twin. Yeah. So there's two. I say, I'm saying, yeah, like I yeah. played Death Stranding. Uh, <laughs> uh, so there's two people that look like her. Uh, so sure. realistically, it still could be in that same universe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to see it. I yeah. have a feeling it's closer than we expect. Yeah. I think it's at the very least a 2023 game. I think it's spring. Yeah. Because spring yeah. already is stacking up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Jacob writes in prediction for best indie category. Uh, I'm going to quickly pull up the categories. Game, awards, nominations. Here they are. Miss the Game Awards. Game awards. <laughs> uh, totally where, don't where? have Miss Congeniality in my head right now. <laughs> Oh, what a fucking film, my guy. Uh, always, always a good watch. Where, where is Best Indie? Ba, 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 ba. Actually, hey, that'll be the post show. Let's go through these fucking categories. Okay. Why not? Yeah. We'll see how wrong we are on <laughs> when this post. <laughs> I Monday. will pull that up. Yeah. Um, Best Indie. Tunic, Stray, Sifu, Neon White, Cult of the Lamb. No offense to any of these games because they're all good except for Sifu. Um, man, what a boring fucking category. <laughs> yeah, and out of those, I gotta say Neon White. Well, then, yeah, like, well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I was gonna say then you play the game of like if you don't give Stray Game of the Year, do you give it here? Yada yada yada. Um, I'm gonna go on record and say I appreciate Stray, but I don't think it deserves Best Indie of the Year. Yeah. I still haven't really played it. I play I, like a I play like hour two hours. Into it. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I, yeah. I appreciate the world building. I don't appreciate watching a cat fall down that far. <laughs> don't <Fair>. like it. <laughs> All right. You say neon white. Yeah. Um, shit. I think it, that's the one that best deserves it. Cold of the Lamb's cool and really fun. But just look at Neon White. I think it's between Neon White and Tunic. I still only play Tunic. I feel like you really love Tunic. Yeah. Because what? Are you familiar with the booklet thing with Tunic? Booklet? Do you mind if I spoil a mechanic? Yeah, no, for no, you? go ahead. Yeah. So Tunic does a thing where um, it, it very much encourages exploration. It doesn't really tell you what to do right off the bat. Mm-hmm. The collectibles in this game are pages to an NES booklet. Hmm. And when you collect those pages, that's when it like kind of it gives you instructions on like what you should what you can do and what you should be doing. Like, for example, like I don't know, for well, let's say dodge, for example, like 
dodge is like unlocked the entire time in the game but like mm-hmm. it might be a little more hidden of a input on your controller so like you may not figure it out but like then you'll unlock a page where it tells you how to dodge <laughs> hmm. so it does things like that and it does things to like like it, that's how it like it reveals more of the map or yeah. reveals like your goal of the game like it does really interesting things with pacing and uh instructions mm-hmm. let's say um whereas yeah neon white is just like balls to the wall fucking action beautiful platforming all this kind art of direction yeah art direction yeah uh i just think of this list i think tunic is the most interesting mm-hmm. um and again, like I said five minutes ago when I just shat on this category, no offense to any of these games. I think they're mostly like they're all great games. I know I'm in the minority with Sifu. I don't like that game. Yeah. Uh, I know we're both like whatever about Stray. Um, yeah. Calls of the Lamb, Neon White, and Tunic I fucking love. Uh, but out of those three, I would say, yeah, I think Tunic is the the most interesting. I would say Tunic's the most interesting. Calls of the Lamb is the most get its hooks in you. And then yeah. Neon White the most fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I say Tunic, you say Neon White. Yeah. Cool. Well, I think, yeah, let's roll through the rest of the nominees for Game Awards. A little retrospective time capsule kind of thing for mm-hmm. our post-show. Post-show. If you want to listen to that post-show, you could go to patreon.com slash 61indie and pay a nominal $3 a month. I think that's pretty fair, mm-hmm. if you if you ask me. It's three bucks. But for everybody else not wanting to shell out those $3, it's totally okay. We'll see you next week for episode 122 of the 61 IndieCast, our final episode before our holiday break. Next week will be the episode where we talk about our Game of the Year stuff. Um, so it'll be a whole episode outlining Game of the Year and shouting out a bunch of games and all that good stuff. But until then, follow us at 61 Indie on socials. Subscribe on uh, youtube.com slash 61 indie uh, and join the discord go to 61 indie.com click the little discord logo and uh, join our little family until then I've been Mike that's been Matt goodbye bye we love you yes <laughs>